0: So we thought we would finish up the year uh, when it comes to our science segment by talking about one of the most important research studies which have been um, which has been completed throughout the year. And you know we're always trying to get our, our kids interested in science, and I think that this I think Joel you've 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 discovered the perfect study um, this week to get their attention.
1: Absolutely. So in science we have a lot of questions. You know what are we doing here? What's the meaning of life? And of course. Why does some poo float and others sink? <laughs> okay.
0: Right. So let's start with the study. Mice were involved. Mice like That's important to, to, to state.
1: Right. Yeah. So this was actually, like a lot of science, an accidental discovery. They were doing a lot of work on gut micro- microbiomes for these mice. And what they found is when they actually sterilized the mice, meaning that they didn't have any micro, uh, biotic, uh activity in their intestines, they found that the poo would sink. <sighs> and so they're like, what? what is going on here? Well, it turns out that we need to have these different types of microbiota in our, um, in our gut to cause that flotation to happen.
0: This is fascinating. So you can, this is a really great way for us to be able to work out how good our micro, microbiome is.
1: Right. It's a, it's a new discovery that shows that these two are actually linked. And so why some poo floats and one some doesn't actually has to do with the amount of gases that are in the poo itself. Okay. And so that's going to be directly related to these different types of bacteria that are in your gut.
0: Do we want floaters all the time or are some floaters okay and some sinkers okay?
1: Another really good question. <laughs> you are on top of it this morning. So... It turns out about 10% of the population naturally has floaters, which, okay, I want to specifically mention in this paper, they used floaters and sinkers as the technical scientific terms, okay?
0: <laughs> I love it.
1: So 10% of people have floaters, but 25% of people have floaters that are have some sort of um, like disease or uh, intestinal problem. So oh. it could be that. The more floaters you have, could be indicative of something wrong with your microbiome in your gut. Of course, more okay. re- more research is necessary.
0: More research is necessary, but I thought if you had, if sorry, I thought if you did have floaters, that was a good sign that you had a good variety of of bacteria and things in
1: your microbiome. It 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 could be. It could be. It could be. Okay. But there is perhaps a point.
0: Right, but if if you're just a floater, maybe that's also a a reason why you might want to go and um, have a chat to your GP.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Fascinating, because it's a very simple way for us to understand what's happening in a part of our body that we really don't... It's very hard to know what's going on, right? Right. So this is quite cool research.
1: Yeah, exactly. And if you've ever had to take uh, antibiotics for a period of time, you may have noticed this effect pretty precipitously... (laughs) An experiment that you can do at home.
0: There we go. Something, something to you know, get the kids involved with science. Or if they'd like to read more about this study, where do they find it? This
1: was published in Scientific Reports.
0: <laughs> Joel, thank you so much. Of course, you stepped in this year for M- Michelle Dickinson. We really appreciate it. I hope you have a really lovely Christmas. Do you have, do you have plans?
1: Um, I'm just here to party.
0: There we go.